All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Elevate Experience podcast. I am your host, Tommy, and I'm here with my co-host, Seth and Keon. And so the Elevate Experience podcast is going through a little bit of a transition, and we are going to be taking over the show, which we're super excited about. And so we figured this episode would be kind of an introduction to um, who we are, um, why uh, you know we work for Elevate Addiction Services, and you know what it is that we do, where we're from. We're going to talk a little bit about ourselves, and this is going to be just a nice transition for our listeners to kind of get to know who the new hosts are and you know where the show is going. So, um, Seth, why don't you go ahead and start up start us off answer those questions of um you know well right on tommy you know i first things i want to say is wow what what a pleasure it is to be um on this podcast with with you tommy and with uh, you as well keon this is definitely something that i was really excited about uh when angie came by and gave us the uh you know the opportunity and said hey guys we want you to take over this podcast and i was like man i'm all for that you know so um awesome. hello listeners uh, my name is Seth. A little bit about me. Um, I've been working for Elevate for a little over two years now. Um, and man, I really enjoy what I do. Uh, I found uh, purpose and fulfillment working there. Uh, I guess my, my title uh, is supervisor of program support, uh, which basically means, you know, program support, you know, you have your program and, and, you know, people kind of run their program and things go, things go rather well. But when things, uh, you know, clients hit difficult moments, um, you know, sometimes they need additional support to kind of find their way back to recovery or to maybe they need someone to stop with them to explain, hey, this is our program tool. This is how it works. This is how you can apply it to yourself in this situation, you know. So I, I'm, I find a lot of uh, satisfaction with that and making sure that no clients ever really uh, slip through the cracks, you know. And uh, in that being said, I, I always get probably, you know, some of the more interesting clients, you know, and, and but we all, um, you know, we, we all have tons in common, um, which is great, you know, and I'm able to relate with them and meet them on any level that, you know, they want to come by with. Um, my experience with recovery, well, I am in recovery. Uh, it's been about two months, in about two months, <laughs> not been two months. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 bro. No. So in two months, I'll have three years. Um, and I've, you know, wow. two months. Yeah. Right. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I work the elevate program, which is CrossFit and talking about your feelings, you know, and, and staying, uh, accountable, responsible, self-aware and mindful, you know, meditation is a part of my life, right. Doing things mindfully. Uh, so, and I find a lot of, a uh, lot of pride in that, you know, and being able to work the Elevate program to a way that gets me to where I want to go in life. Um, I've worked other treatment modalities. I've done uh, medication-assisted treatment. Um, you know, I've done various 12-step uh, outpatient, outpatient, you know, 12-step residentials. Uh, I've tried to, you know, I've tried to do more drugs to get off drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah, but uh totally yeah yeah i saw a documentary one time on uh on i think it's like vice news it said if you do dmt it'll make you uh not want to do heroin anymore so i was like oh my god i 
totally got this figured out. So I've tried, that didn't work, you know, but you know, everything that I've tried, uh, I wasn't successful, uh, until I got to elevate and it worked for me. Um, so, uh, that's me. I'm from Merced, California, which is right between Fresno and Modesto. It is a nice hot area right in the smack dab center of Merced, California. I'm very proud of that. You know, I, I love uh, the culture of that area, um, you know, and I wear that with pride because, you know, out there it's kind of a, a simpler way to live, you know, um, and I'm, I can always lean back on that of like, hey, man, let's just let's just take it easy. You know, big cities are cool, but, you know, I like getting out into the cuts every once in a while and join a starry night, you know, or, or just kicking it with the family back there. Um, so that's a little bit about me, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm glad I got to share that, you know. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you got a super important role at, at Elevate and a really cool one, you know, and I've seen a lot of really great people uh, have that position. You know, the, one of the previous hosts, uh, Dallas, he started um, working in that position. And that is such a live, uh, like interactive, high uh kind of a high stress uh position you have man and so um you know and you've been doing it for a while now and uh you know i've seen you do it and you're doing a really great job man and yeah for the listeners um seth kind of already described it but um you know somebody isn't where they're supposed to be seth is the guy that comes and intervenes and uh you know talks to you through whatever you have going on and um, basically encourages you to stick with it, stick with the program and, and helps you work through whatever you're dealing with in that moment. And it really takes a, a special person to do that. You know, it's a really, uh, can be a real tough job. So I just wanted to kind of acknowledge that. Um, I think that's super great, man. Um, now, uh, Keon, Let's hear from you. Uh, same, same questions. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you do for Elevate? Um, you know, a little bit of a background, where you're from, um, whatever you want to share about yourself. Yeah. Really quick, Seth, you're like the Elevate debt collector, you know, like someone, <laughs> someone, someone's not in block, someone's not, not supposed to be, you know, someone's not where they're supposed to be. And Seth's knocking at your door like, all right, dude, like, what's up? <laughs> we collect with interest. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah um, my name's Keon. I grew up in Oakland, California. I grew up in the Bay Area. Um, I'm currently 25 years old. We were just talking about that. It's funny. Age always comes comes into play when I I like to ask people my age because people always think I'm older, and I take it as like a I take it as like a, a hit on me. I'm like, dude, they always think I'm 30. Like, what's wrong with me? You know, I I look my age. Like, I'm young, right? <laughs> but yeah. I'm, to be completely honest, I never went to treatment. I know I sh definitely should have gone to treatment way before I did, but the, the first treatment that I did go to, luckily it was Elevate. Um, I had I had to do the program twice. I, I did the 90-day program when, when we offered the 90-day program. Tommy, you worked with me. I remember you were my PMC at one point and I was um, trying to go as fast as I could. I just wanted to get it done, get out of it, get back to my life that I thought I had, right? Get, get back to to what I thought I needed to get back to. And, and I remember this day, like it was yesterday. And I, I tell clients, I really tell, I share this story with clients when they're kind of going through tough times and just over it. I was going fast, 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 getting through it, think I'm gonna do it. And I remember Tommy talked to me outside one day and was like, all right, Keon, so 
you know, when you get to this part in our program, just to give you guys a little bit of backstory is, you know, there's, there's three, there's four phases. Um, and, and currently I run the, the phase two, three group. So clients that are kind of midway through their program, but I was in that group. Um, and I was just about to go to the sunroom, which is where you do the responsibility step. You kind of, you know, take responsibility for, for all your past transgressions, right? When you use drugs and alcohol or committed crimes or, or really anything that, that, you know, you've been bottling up and, and that's been weighing on us, right? We, we get it all out in this point of the program and you're supposed to do it for three blocks a day. <laughs> and, and I was going so fast that Tom was like, all right, Keon, you're only going to be doing your education once, you know, and, and, you know, once a block, once a day. And I was like, oh my, I was so angry. I, I literally, I, I freaked out. And I remember I was like, this is not fair. And I, I remember like playing the scenarios in my head and I was like, dude, if I go and, and I'm painting a picture and experiential block, like I'm going to be so pissed. And of course <laughs> we were painting <laughs> pictures when I went to experiential. So that's just that, you know, that's a really, you know, it, it's a funny story because the person that I, I came into Elevate as the first time around, you know, compared to the person that's sitting here speaking today is, is like a complete 180 change. You know, I, I went through the whole 90 day program. I really didn't retain any of the information. I just, I just tried to get through it as quick as possible. Um, I suffered of opioid and benzo sedative, um, basically all kinds of, I did all drugs, you know, I've done heroin, I did everything, you know, but my, the main ones that stuck to me that I was using every day were, were benzos and opiates. And I, I had a really tough time kind of, you know, wrapping my mind around even me being a drug addict. I was like in active denial, right? I was like, okay, I don't do heroin every day. I don't do meth every day. I'm not a drug addict. I use these prescriptions, you know, prescription drugs that are worth a lot of money that I'm getting from the pharmacy. That doesn't make me a drug addict. That was like my, that was my thought process. Seriously. You know, I was like, okay, well, I'm not a junkie on the street. It's like, well, I was, you know, you, you are a junkie. Um, and I really realized that at Elevate, you know, it seems silly, but I came and I, I, I figured out that, that I did have problems, that I did have unresolved traumas, that I did have, you know, whatever it was, low self-esteem and, and I kind of like mask that now with like an overconfidence you know and, and just to bring that up I I used to be like over 400 pounds I got a gastric bypass surgery when I was like 20 years old I've lost over 270 pounds you know but I was actually speaking about that to my group today because we were talking about kind of like our past and 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 things that you know kind of brought us to where we were and how a lot of you know stuff that even we go through today or like tendencies that, that we carry today on our own, you know, in our own lives is, is stuff that, that was kind of shaped when we were young in our past and, our, you know, when we were kids and like that low self-esteem was like a big reason why I turned to drugs and alcohol, you know, it was the one thing that, that made me feel okay. It was the one thing that, you know, the one thing that made me feel normal. And it took me overdosing multiple times to kind of get my shit together and come to elevate. You know, I, I left again, I left, was back on drugs for a whole year. And then I, I threw in the towel. I was like, look, I need to go back to elevate. I begged my parents. I was like, look, if, if you send me back there, I promise I'll make it right this time. You know, it's this time I want it. The first time I didn't want it this time I do want it. And, and I, I came back and I did well. I stuck by my word. I ended up training here and, and I worked as a detox tech for a year. And, you know, in detox, a, a lot of people, detox is kind of, it, it is, it's elevate, obviously it's on the same property, but it's a little bit, 
you know, it's separated, right? Detox is on the hill, everyone in their programs down at the center. And, and in detox, sometimes people don't know exactly what goes on, you know, and it, it was tough. I learned a lot in detox. I think that if I didn't, if I didn't, you know, work in detox and learn what I did learn, I wouldn't have been in the position today to kind of do what I am doing today, which is, you know, now I, I run, like I said before, I run the phase two, three group. I'm a group facilitator like you were, Tommy, and I'm, I'm really loving it. It's, it's just crazy because basically we're the ones who, who deliver the program to the clients. You know, I, I teach the teams, I teach the, you know, I check the education and it's, it's something that I'm really learning every day. And in, in detox, I felt like I had learned everything I could, but now in this new role, I'm literally learning kind of every second, every day I deal with, you know, a disgruntled client or kind of teach a team. And each time I've already taught a few teams that I've taught before, and I'm like learning new things about that. And it's, it's just super cool. It's like, um, I don't know, the clients always make jokes like, oh, you're the teacher, you know, and, it, and it's funny. It's, it's just crazy to be in a role like this and just seeing like where I, where I have come from and, and it was tough, you know, but, but kind of when I realized that, that I was just over taking life for granted, right. My nephew and my sister both died from drug overdoses and I still was out there actively using myself, not thinking that it would happen to me. You know, I think that a lot of people in recovery can relate that you get that like thought of that feeling of like invincibility, like no one can touch me when I'm on substances, nothing can happen to me until it does happen, right? Until you do end up getting a DUI, almost killing yourself and somebody else, or you do end up overdosing. And then for me, at least is when the switch hit in my head. And I was like, damn, Keon, like, you can't keep doing this, right? You're not invincible. You know, it's what you're not different than any, you know, you're not different than anybody else, right? If, if I don't know who you think you are, and it was just, my own thinking that was just so clouded and like drowned out by drugs and alcohol. You know, once I got off that, I kind of came to my senses and I started working here and I found that I have a way bigger purpose now. You know, I love helping people. I love helping myself. And I love, you know, I love the Elevate program. I really do. You know, CrossFit has been a big thing to me. Like I said, I was overweight. I was insecure, low self-esteem. I never worked out. And and now I'm working out every day, sometimes twice a day. And like, I see the changes in my body and it's like kind of that healthy endorphin rush that honestly drugs and alcohol gave me the same thing. And, and I'm getting it in this healthy way that that's helping my life. So, you know, just between the mindfulness and the CrossFit and the, like Seth said, talking about my feelings, I was never a person who liked to talk. And, and now my job is that I talk all day, you know, and I encourage others to talk <laughs> about their feelings, you know, and yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's, a little bit of my story i can go in deep 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 into my story but i think you know that'll be for a different podcast but you know that's just the main little summary yeah there's a lot there yeah. to talk about and you know this is definitely going to be exciting uh us three working together and yeah sharing some more you know moments about our recovery story and the, the moments that stood out you know in our programs and you know, those interventions. That's funny that you brought up that uh, intervention I I had with you yeah. uh, in your program. Those moments really stand out, you know? Um, you know, like I can think of a few um, when I was in treatment where, you know, something, somebody needed to intervene on my program with me because uh, I, uh, you know, was doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing, you know? And uh, yeah, those moments totally stand out. And I can relate a lot to the uh, the prescription 
justified yeah. <laughs> uh, drug use, you know, and uh, and that's a big part of my story. And it's interesting to be kind of reminded of that. I definitely was in that frame of mind for all, for many years. But um, if I was just to dive into uh, my share on the same questions, um, you know, I think for those that are listening, I think Angie's gonna be releasing a episode where I share my, my story. And honestly, like, I don't even know how long it was. It could have been like an hour and 45 minutes where I'm just talking uh, forever about kind of the progression of my addiction and the, the different things that happened in my life that kind of led up to uh, where I am. So maybe uh, you can catch that if you want to get a deep dive on that subject um, over at her new podcast. But um, in regards to today's question and, you know, just, and for continuity, if you don't want to go find that, uh, yeah, my name's Tommy and I've been working for Elevate for nine years and I'm coming up on, gosh, is it, yeah, I think it's 10 years, 10 years in recovery and um, super special, you know? Um, so I've had a lot of different positions, um, but currently I'm the director of the intensive outpatient program. I'm a case manager. I'm also a one-on-one -on -one counselor. And, and now I'm the host of the Elevate Experience podcast, you know, and uh, so I, I, you know, I do a lot of things. I love doing a lot of things. Uh, you know, it keeps me engaged and just, uh, you know, I like things changing and new challenges um, for sure. But, um, you know, I started off, like you mentioned Kian as a group facilitator um, where I learned a lot about myself um, through that role. And it definitely puts you to the test as a person. Um, but yeah, without going all over the place, um, you know, I, uh, I think, uh, I guess it's just important to say I'm from Santa Cruz and I'm 38 years old. Um, I, you know, just to kind of brush over, started smoking weed 15, quickly turned into prescription pills. Um, and that went on for a long time, um, taking, you know, painkillers and being severely addicted to those later added, um, alcohol, meth, and other drugs, uh, and was on a terrible cocktail, um, at one point in my life, um, something really bad had to happen, um, in order for me to wake up and, uh, get put on this path that I'm currently on of, you know, being uh, clean and sober. And I think that, uh, you know, is, is a story for another day, but, um, you know, it's a, I guess I still get choked up talking about it a little bit, which is funny because I've, I've brought it up so much, but, um, no, I don't know. I think there's something about like being, you know, trying to practice to be present. And so when I tell it right now, like I'm being really, really present with the memory and that like still brings up emotion, um, and chokes me up. But, um, 
Yeah, so I, I mean, there's, I could share so many little things about my story, but you know, I think that's just kind of the most important parts for, for the show and for right now and for this episode. Um, I would love to, you know, find a way to somehow talk about uh, music and, and my background with music. And I know Keon, you have, have a little bit of that too. And, uh, you know, there's lots of other elements in my life, which I think are, are cool to share about, but this, for this show, I'm talking about recovery and, and addiction and things that have helped us change. Um, you know, I, I think I'll leave it there. Um, but you know, the elevate way has completely changed my life as far as, uh, you know, practicing mindfulness, uh, having a intense workout routine and also nutrition, you know, it's, um, you know, those things right there are, are so big and such a huge part, uh, of my recovery and, you know, in the community that elevate gave me, you know, through being an intern there and eventually coming on to to staff was just so huge. Um, you know, having, having that safe community to be around was something that I really attribute to, uh, my success, um, in, you know, in being clean and sober and, and, and being on this path for as long as I have. But, um, you know, and I know, um, I think, you know, that that's kind of a good question. And each of you kind of dove into that a little bit, but maybe we could jump in a little bit further talking about, um, you know, where we're at as far as our recovery routine goes as of lately. I know for me, it changes a lot. You know, I'm, I'm, as I said, I liked, I like change. I welcome change, especially change in the progression of like, you're growing, getting better, taking on more things, more responsibilities, or, you know, fine tuning things. Um, so I would, yeah, I'd like to hear from Seth, like a little bit like of what your routine looks like. I mean, we, I guess you could call it your recovery routine, um, but it could be a little bit more about like what's working for you right now, or like, what are some things that you would like to share about that you find to be extremely helpful for somebody in recovery? You know, well, first things first, Tom, you know, I find it very inspirational uh, of your willingness to get vulnerable you know, and to discuss these things and to be really open and honest with our listeners. Um, in listening to you guys talk, I, I realized that I didn't even say what substance I was addicted to or anything like that, because for me, it's, it's definitely not something that I bring up, you know, on, on my day-to-day -day interaction, you know, or my, uh, uh, you know, first dates or things like that. Whenever I meet a new client, um, if I ask them about their history, I'll give them a little piece of my history, but it is a little, it's just a little nerve wracking, you know, to come onto a podcast and then say, yeah. Hey, like, you know, my name's Seth Harley Provencio and, you know, I'm recovering from uh, heroin addiction and alcoholism and, you know, uh, poor life decisions and, and homelessness and trauma and all these things, you know? Um, so it, for me, I was like, I'm just going to try to sneak by without dropping that in, but you know, there we go. You know, and, and that's being, a good strategy, though, you know, yeah. as, as far as like kind of detaching yourself from that life, you know, and, and I so I totally also get why you don't mention it. You're a different person now, you know, you don't identify as 
someone who, you know, like that's just not a part of your identity. That's not necessarily a highlight. Like when you meet somebody or introduce yourself, it's not really, it doesn't really complement uh, the relationship at all, you know? Right, right. So anyways, I just, yeah, I, no, I totally get why you don't do that. You get it, you know, yeah. and like, um, but, but for under, for, to, for the people that are listening to understand, you know, recovery from drugs and alcohol is not an not an easy or road without obstacles you know and we're all human and and no one's cut out for that lifestyle you know or those or those hard drugs or no one's cut out for the streets or things like that you know and you take a lot of take a lot of losses before you learn like hey you know this is this is how i go about things now these are the questions i ask these are the questions i don't ask you know, and, but to get there, you gotta, you know, you're going to get into fights, you're going to take losses, you know, and, and that's a, that's a whole other story for another day. Um, but as real as my addiction was, um, you know, I, I, I was on, uh, uh, I was, I was doing meth daily from like 17 to 19. And then I got on heroin from there, you know, meth and heroin kind of hang out together, right. Guys that do stuff like that and women too, don't even get me started there, right, but, um, you know, oh, so, you know, I, I got on methadone, and, and I've, you know, I've been, for about seven years, I've really dealt with this, you know, uh, hard drugs, and lifestyle, you know, and, and all sorts of fun stuff like that, but my recovery now, I liked how you talked about the elevate way, my recovery is the elevate way, right, uh, I stay hard, I stay responsible, you know, I'm always working on different diet plans and trying to self better myself. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm big into mindset uh, and being responsible, you know, and, and, you know, my personal touch on my recovery routine is that I like to hike, you know, and, and for me, you know, with the craziness of my post, you know, working with these, these guys who have, you know, you know, issues in their treatment. Um, and, you know, it's like, uh, I go out, 10, 15 miles out into the middle of nowhere and I stop and I say, okay, you know, like Seth, how are you doing today? Right? Like what's really going on when I'm at work, I'm there for the client, you know, and I will always be there for the client. The client will always eat first. And I love that. I love being able to come in as a hero, you know, and like help them out. Um, but when I get to be by myself, you know, I, I have, I have different memories that replay themselves in my head, you know, and before I know it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cussing at the walls, you know, I get all high strung in these different memories that I have of, of, you know, different fights that I was in or losses I took. And, you know, I, I know that there's no way around my past, right? I know that there's no way around uh, is, you know, I got clean and all that, you know, but when I have these different thoughts about things, I approach them from places of love from places of compassion. And that's what I learned from, you know, my PMC in the program. I say, um, you know, like I'm going to show myself love today. I'm going to be kind to myself. You know, not everything's got to be the hard way about going about your recovery, your life, you know, and I, I do enjoy CrossFit workouts. I do enjoy uh, putting in extra hours. I enjoy developing my work ethic and, you know, waking up early and studying and doing all these things, but I'm also very compassionate uh, to myself in in recovery you know and that's a huge major key for me and i could go deeper into this but you know i appreciate you guys listening because now we're now we're getting real with this 
yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Hiking. So hiking and then that, yeah. So that compassion that you share with yourself. Yeah. I, I like that, man. And that, that's super cool. Uh, just to hear you talk about that, you know, and it, you know, there's, there's lots of things that, um, it's interesting, like what sticks with somebody, you know, like, cause that's definitely something that, you know, the program teaches amongst many, many other things, you know? And so that's really cool. I'm, I'm happy you shared that, that just being compassionate with yourself, especially when you're having those kind of those memories about like hard times and you know, what you've went through. It's awesome. Um, what about you, Keon? What are, what is, what's like something that you think is unique um, or, you know, we're sharing about your recovery routine um, today. Yeah. Honestly, like as, as you guys have been talking, like I've been kind of thinking about it, like what it looks like, you know, what it looks like to me. And, and a big part of me and my identity is that, you know, you, I did music in my past. I'm not going to go into that at all, but, but I, I lived a life of just, of, of falsehood. You know, I never was who I was. I wasn't genuine. And now I really, I really take pride in just being authentic, being genuine. You know, I say a lot of things sometimes that I probably shouldn't say, you know, but like that, that's me, you know, and, and not in a negative way stuff, you know, but things that, that may work for me and, and my recovery you know, it, it's a little different, to be honest, you know, I head on, you know, it, it is what it is, right? I, I, that, that's my main, you know, one of my main mentalities. It is what it is. You know, I'm not, I'm not bashful of my past. I don't think badly of my past. I, I would never wish for anything to have changed, you know, and I, I, I really don't, you know, I have drugs tattooed on my body, you know, am I going to get them covered up? No, you know, because, because that, that makes me who I am. You know, I, I don't call drugs, you know, drugs using, right. It part of my identity, but being in recovery and like going through what I went through, it is part of my identity, you know, and just to know that, that I came out on top, you know, I'm incredibly proud of that. I, I, I like to deal with it head on, you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I remember someone asking me uh, recently, like, what do you do for your recovery? You know, just because you work at a treatment center doesn't mean that you know, you're actively helping your own recovery every day. And, and, and before that, I kind of thought I was like, wow, that person, I thought just, oh, I work at Elevate, like, that's what I'm doing for myself, you know, and, and it took like a step back for me to really realize that I, I do a lot for myself, you know, a lot of things that I learned at Elevate, right, I, I'm like Seth said, you know, I practice responsibility, I practice mindfulness, I do, you know, I, I do CrossFit, I, I try to, you know, I stay present. That's the main thing to me. You know, I stay present and I'm really vocal about my recovery. You know, anybody asks me, they can know about it. I, I do like, I do like telling people like, Hey, like I'm a recovering drug addict because I'm incredibly proud of the person that I am today, you know, cause I wasn't before. And, and it just shows, I think being in recovery and like doing what we're doing and, and kind of talking about it, it, it speaks volumes as a judge to our characters, right. Showing the type of people that we are, you know, cause a lot of people, they, they can't do this, you know, they think that they're too good for it, or they think that it won't work for them, or all the things that I thought myself, right, before I went into recovery myself, and, and my recovery really just looks like owning it, you know, I, I own my past, I, I understand that it happened, but, but I'm here to move forward, you know, I don't, 
I don't live in the past. I don't live in the future. The main takeaway I've gotten from Elevate is, is the idea of mindfulness and living present. You know, it's the present, the past, the future, right? The future and the past, they both live in the present moment, right? The future is made up of the present, you know, and, and we wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast if we didn't go through all that negative crap that we went through in our past that kind of warranted us needing to come to treatment and find Elevate, right? We, we wouldn't be here right now. And, and it's, it's just crazy to think like, you know, even the growth that I've seen in myself over, you know, in just a year, I'm, uh, it's crazy to think that it, I was thinking about it on the way up here. It's like, dude, I, I don't feel like I've been sober that long, you know, and, and really in a, in a lifetime, I haven't at all, but it's, I'm coming up on two years, you know, and, and, and it, that, that's crazy to me because it's someone who literally never thought that they could get sober. You know, I still kind of dress the same. I still listen to the same music. I, my big thing is that, you know, you don't have to change who you are, right? We, it, it came up today in our group. We kind of talked about the main ideas of like conscious recovery and kind of, you know, ideologies that, that we teach is just finding your authentic self, you know, and, and I have found my authentic self, you know, but I, I don't use drugs and alcohol, right? I still listen to the same music I listen to. I still, you know, dress the way I dress. I still, you know, kind of, I live my life like I did. I just don't use drugs and I, I do things to like better myself, right? I, I do work out, you know, I practice mindfulness and like I add those things in, but but a big thing to me is, you know, just one thing that I, I could say, because I am on a little tangent, I'm sorry, you know, but for people that that are kind of scared of recovery, I was the same way. I think all of us can relate to like being scared of recovery and not knowing what that's going to look like for you, but you don't have to change who you are. Like, that's not what treatment's trying to do. That's not what we're, you know, we're not trying to change a person. We're just trying to change habits and behaviors, right? Negative habits, behaviors. And, and that's just what I needed to kind of just take a bird's eye view of my life and kind of analyze what was working and what wasn't right. See what negative patterns I had, see what negative things I, you know, did, what emotions, thoughts, feelings, and all the stuff that I wasn't handling. And once I was able to kind of become aware of all those things that I was never aware of, I was able to find my true authentic self, you know? And I think that, yeah, I mean, my recovery just looks like present every day being there for me. You know, I, I go to work and when I go to work, like Seth said, I'm, I'm there for the clients, but when I'm off work, dude, I'm, I'm always for me, you know, I'm incredibly selfish in my recovery and, and that's how you got to be, you know, I, I, man, if someone's pissing me off, dude, or someone's going through something like that sucks for them, you know, it's, I'm still here for me, you know, and, and it, and it really has gotten me this far. And, and I, I just, yeah, I mean, awesome, man. Basically a sum up, you know, that's really cool. It's cool to hear, you know, different, like I was saying earlier, every, everyone, you know, they, they, they latch onto something that means, you know, from their program or something that they, you know, come into, like they, you know, they come into this experience or this perspective and, and you, and that sticks with you. And, and for you, it was, uh, it was, you didn't want to uh, completely abandon your identity, even though, drugs and alcohol were kind of tied up in it, you still wanted to leave a lot of, you know, what you grew into. You just didn't want the drugs to be a part of it. And, for sure. 100%. And, that, and that's working for you. And that's awesome. And, um, 
and I've gone through so many little things like, um, like different perspectives. And as far as like, that remind me of what you shared. Um, you know, I've, I've went really far away from who I used to be. And then also I've, I've kind of come back to certain things um, you know, when the time felt right, like there was, there was certain parts of myself that I needed to distance myself from. Um, I remember one of them really was, uh, was playing music. Like I just didn't, I didn't want any part of it, you know, and, and it took a while to be comfortable doing that again, or, or, you know, leaning into that side of myself, you know, cause it was so closely related to, uh, you know, my addiction and, and who I used to be, but um, you know, it's just some thoughts on, you know, what you said. It made me think of some stuff. But and you know, I've been thinking about what I'd like to offer, you know, the audience as far as like what my recovery routine looks like today. And you know, I really can't say. It's funny because I think what I like to focus on or find to is things that help me be present, which. Is, I don't know, I, I'll have to explain that, you know, but, um, you know, all things like, you know, doing the right thing, not telling lies, you know, not having secrets, like following that helps me be present in my life. I'm not worried about people, you know, finding out something I did wrong or something I shouldn't have been doing, um, as well as exercise. Like when I exercise, I notice my mind is... A little bit more peaceful and as of lately um the last like six months or more it's been nutrition like what when i eat certain things i notice that i have a little bit of a harder time being present you know I, i'm more in thought i'm kind of detached from you know my body and so it's it's really that's what the the game has been for me lately is like doing things so I can, you know, be completely present for my family, for, for my wife, um, you know, as a father, uh, for the clients that I work with. So, um, yeah. And, you know, I think that's just kind of a creative perspective on just kind of en <laughs> encompassing all the things that I do, but you guys kind of helped me see like, wow, you know, like they all really relate to you know, being present in the moment, um, and, and just a different way, you know, than I think a lot of people might think about it, but there is a close connection there and it, and it really, um, is kind of easy to see. Uh, anyways, um, so that, that's super great. Do you guys have any, um, any final thoughts at all? Um, anything you're excited about as far as, the podcast goes like what direction um, you guys are interested in taking it or is there something that you're looking forward to now that we're given the opportunity to uh, be a part of the show yeah I mean I'm I'm just I'm just excited because in my past like I, I used like I had a social media presence like I, I had a lot of followers and and I 
I pride myself, like my main skill is kind of to, to talk. Like I'm a people person, charismatic. Like that's what I like to do. That's what I'm good at, you know? And, and I'm just excited to kind of do that in a healthy way. You know, I feel like there's a lot that all three of us have to offer, plus all the guests that we're going to bring on this show, you know, that, that have to offer to these people and just kind of show like recovery is cool, you know, and right we keep you know we're mentioning right staying present and it's one of those things that's obviously easier said than done but it's really not you know and you know it's it is just as easy as living present you know and the hard part is kind of finding the activities or like finding that common ground of like how you're able to do that you know but if you're really able to like keep yourself grounded in the present moment and just live your life like live a healthy life like it it'll go so far, you know, and, and just kind of learn for me, you know, just put it like a client put it the other day. He said, you know, my, my worst day sober is, was a hundred times better than my best day using, you know, and, and I, and that stuck with me, you know, as much as I can help them, they help me every day, you know, and that's the cool thing that I think about treatment about elevate, you know, I was reading another conscious recovery book and and it said that part of recovery is giving back to recovery, you know, and it's like a revolving door, right? As much as, as much as I teach, I learn, you know, that same amount that day, you know, and I think that I'm just really excited to, you know, share, share our experiences, share our knowledge and kind of just, you know, let our listeners know that being in recovery is cool. Like you don't need to go out, get blacked out at a nightclub and waste all your money to have fun you know yeah. like that doesn't sound fun that's not fun <laughs> you know? yeah, and it's and it's also okay to go to treatment too yeah you know, i think a lot of people are scared to do that you know and it, all three of us needed to do that and and yeah like what you're saying is totally true you know being present it's like if you can manage you know the things in your life to help you be present it's as easy as that i think for for a lot of people but in the beginning, it's not, you need, you need a whole team of people to clean up your mess, you know, cause you can't do it yourself and, and that's okay. And it's just knowing when to admit, like, I cannot do this by myself and which is a super scary and hard thing. And so I definitely want to lean into that a little more. Uh, and the maintenance, I think, yeah, all of us can agree. It's not that hard, you know, but that those initial steps are super hard you know, and making that decision and, and hopefully we can kind of shed away some of the, uh, the, the stigma surrounding that, you know, through sharing about ourselves and our backgrounds, um, just as people, you know, because we're all, we're unique, you know, from different backgrounds and whatnot. And, and hopefully that helps, you know, somebody come in through those doors, up those stairs, I should say, uh, you know, when they when they get to elevate it's like working uh, out you know like crossfit all you got to do is just get in that gym that's it yeah. once you get in the gym you get in the gym you start working out you're already in there you're gonna do it you yeah know? so like just get your get your ass in the rehab you know just <laughs> just start the process you know if you're listening to this and you're struggling just make the call today you'll you'll love this you'll you'll thank yourself three months down the line you know it, it's true like the hardest part is just reaching out for that help you know and it's with anything like the hardest part you know just getting in that gym doing that first push-up that's yeah. it and then from there you know you'll do 100 <laughs> like me i'll push out 200 push-ups in a row right now now I'll, I'll put my own spin on that exact same thing too i always tell people like what you know a lot of people they go they either go to work out in the morning or they they work out like after work or something right 
And uh, you know, I'm an after work kind of guy, not as of lately, but I was for a long time. And I always thought like, if, as long as I bring my stuff with me, you know, like my workout clothes, like I won't, I won't back out as long as I bring my stuff. Cause it's like, I'm investing just that little bit in that day. So maybe that's it for the people that are listening to this, that need help. It's like, just pack your bag, you know, yeah, just pack your bag, just start, yeah. just start packing your bag and, and make phone calls. And you're, you're like, you know, you're starting the process, right? Or if you're listening for, <laughs> if you're listening for someone who is struggling, go pack their bag, right. go pack their bag, get you know, a, I, get a pack I, of smokes. I've heard that a lot. You know? the car. Cigarettes. Of <laughs> get them that, some Red Bulls. That's a strategy that interventionists take a lot of the time. You know, they, the, the family, the loved one, they go and, and pack a bunch of stuff and, you know, they have the intervention and it's like, your bags are already packed, you know, like we're going. Yeah. We've seen so, those guys too. They come in with brand new things, you know, and it's like, oh man, you just, you went rehab shopping. Love that. That's always a good opportunity, a good excuse to shop a little bit, go into treatment. <laughs> absolutely. But, um, but for me, when I think about this podcast and, and directions and stuff like that, that we plan on going with it, um, I'm just really stoked to talk about recovery, but not just recovery, because a lot of people talk about recovery their own ways. We're talking about elevate recovery, right? This is something that's totally unique and, you know, arbitrary to us where we have this program that's unlike other programs where we, you know, we love nutrition and fitness and CrossFit, you know, and, um, and being responsible and taking responsibility and being accountable and, and establishing establishing sober support networks, you know, we we do smart recovery. We're very logistical um, when it comes to our recovery, right? Um, so to get people like myself, like you, Tom, and and you, Keon, uh, who share this recovery, right? Who share this recovery foundation um, to talk about that in any direction or what we choose to add on to it, you know, or where we go with it or how we go with it. Um, I'm just really excited to see where this goes. Um, and I, what I would really love to see is, um, is not only people um, hear this and say, man, like this, this recovery isn't like the meeting that I'm going to, or these guys don't sound like the guys who chair the meetings that I'm going to. These guys sound different, you know? Um, I, I wanna go to their website, you know, and, and Google Elevate Addiction Services and see what they're all about, or go on the YouTube channel and check this out, right? Um, maybe someone is, you know, hey, man, the more knowledge you have about recovery and treatment modality, you know, we're definitely coming up, you know, and becoming more and more popular as the times, you know, get to the future. Mm -hmm. um, but hopefully a graduate listens to this, I think, right? Someone who says, oh, Seth, the guy that smiles all the time and made me show up to block when, when I was having a hard day and, and talk me through it. Like, you know, I, I could really hear that guy's voice or or Tom, you know, the guy who, you know, runs your outpatient, like, wow, it's cool to see like the personable side to him or Keon, the guy that got me through detox, my favorite PMC, you know, the one that's also my homie and my PMC, like, yeah, I want to hear that guy talk, you know, and maybe you fall asleep or wake up hearing our voices and you say, damn, you know what, today, that's what I needed, you know, to get through today, you know, so uh, hopefully people get something from it. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, I love all of your kind of take on what you want to do with this podcast and what you hope um, and how it, you hope it helps others and in those different ways. That's great. And I, I totally agree. Um, it's nice to have 
uh, a platform where we can, you know, dive into some meaningful conversations about recovery, about our lives, and um, have a platform to kind of share our our perspectives and our experience in recovery and and how uh, you know how how it is a little bit different than I think um, you know some other people. Maybe it's maybe it's very similar, and we'll find that out along the way with guests. But um, you know, it's it's a great opportunity to to have a voice, um, you know, in this community, and you know, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully, we connect with some interesting people that you know teach us a couple things too. You know, that'd be cool. Love it. Um, so, yeah, right now um, it is going to be time to wrap up this episode. So I hope you enjoyed uh, this. Uh, episode with the new hosts, uh, myself, Tommy, Seth, and Keon. Um, do you guys have any final words you'd like to say to the audience before we uh, call it a night? Just like, subscribe, tell your friends, your mom, <laughs> your aunt, your cousin, your nephew, anybody, you know, just let them know that there are these cool three guys that are just sharing, you know, the ins and outs of the benefits of recovery, you know, just more people need to hear this message, you know, and that's it, you know, just share it, get it out there. Right on. What about you, Seth, anything? Any closing statements? I think Keon said it best, you know, if you, uh, you can find us on Instagram or, um, you know, uh, Facebook or, or Google, you can Google us and, and find out more about us or YouTube, you know, and hey, you know, um, we're here to learn as much as you guys out there are here to learn, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm happy to be on this journey with all the listeners and you guys, my co-hosts, you know, and, and just seeing where this goes. So I'm stoked for it. Awesome. Yeah. If you, if you guys, any listeners, you know, somebody who's struggling with addiction, um, you know, reach out for help, you know, talk to somebody, talk to a professional and, you know, hopefully you call us Elevate Addiction Services and, and we'd love to help and, um, you know, it saved all of our lives. So, um, thanks for listening. Thank you guys for the good conversation and have a great week. Right on. Peace. All right, everyone. That is our show for the day. We hope you found some value in listening. And if you did, please share this podcast with someone, you know, or love, you can find us on social media. We are at elevate addiction services. And if you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, please call our toll-free, confidential, 24-hour helpline at 833-33-SOBER or visit our website at elevaterehab.org.